Chapter 18 Axe The dust beast carried me up and up. I could feel gravity tugging at me. I could feel momentum as we moved faster and faster. I could see nothing. I could only hear a swirling sound. We began to slow down. Slower. Slower. Stop. The beast hovered. How high up were we? Where were we? Then, a gap opened in the howling wall of dust that enveloped me. I saw the earth below, but not from orbit. We were still in the atmosphere. That surprised me. What I saw next did not. It was not a large ship by most standards. It was far smaller than an Andalette dome ship, far smaller than the Yerk mother ship. It was all black, with two wings like a battle axe, and a long, sharp, diamond-shaped battle bridge mounted on the front. I knew the ship. It was the Blade ship, the private command ship of Visser Three. It had dropped its stealth cloak for just a few moments. Suddenly, a hole appeared in the top of the battle bridge. The dust beast swirled through. Suddenly, I was falling. Slam! I hit a hard surface. My hooves scrambled to stand up, but I was down on my side. The dust beast had dropped me on a polished metallic floor. I stood up. The dust beast hovered above me. And all around me, on all sides, stood Hork-Bajir warriors, each with a dracon beam leveled and ready to fire. There must have been ten of them. Two or three would have been plenty. Once, the Hork-Bajir were a decent, peaceful race. Then they were enslaved by the Yerks. Hork-Bajir are incredibly dangerous and very powerful. They stand on two legs, balanced by a tail. Each leg ends in a foot, like an earth bird of prey. They have two arms. There are curved blades at their knees, at their elbows, at their wrists. Blades similar to my own tail blade. Atop their snake-like heads are two more blades, swept forward, and their tails end in long, sharp spikes. They are not a species you want to start a fight with, which may be why they were such a peaceful, even poetic, species. They had no one to fear, until the Yerks began to make them into controllers. Now there are no longer any free hork All are slaves of the Yerks. All are controllers, with a living Yerk inside their brains. Two or three would have been more than enough to deal with me. Having ten there was a compliment. Well, well, a voice said in my head. So, we have our first captive. It was him, as I had known it would be. Visser Three. Third most powerful of all the Yerk warlords. The leader of the Yerk invasion of Earth. An abomination. Visser Three is unique in all the galaxy. The one and only Andalite controller. He alone, of all Yerks, has managed to take and enslave an Andalite body. The sight of him filled me with loathing. My brother's killer. The creature I knew I had to destroy. If I didn't, I would never have the honor of being a true warrior. I had faced him before, but always with my human friends beside me. To have attacked the Visser then would have meant risking them. But now, I didn't have that excuse. Visser Three was before me. My brother's killer. Visser Three focused his main eyes on me. His stock eyes watched the dust beast as it hovered uneasily above our heads. I am ashamed to confess it, but I felt terror in his presence. Evil radiated from him. And power. A great and frightening power. You're not even full-grown, Andalite, 
Visser Three sneered. My Valik brings me a child. Valik? I said. Yes, I named it myself. In the Yerk language, it means pet. It's a rare life form from right here in this solar system. The big gas giant, the one with the very prominent rings. Saturn, that's what the humans called it. But I said nothing to the Visser. Answering might have revealed that I was in contact with humans. Visser Three considered me. So, you are an Andalite after all. Some of my advisors have been suggesting you terrorists were human, not Andalite. But here we have a prime Andalite specimen. The Yerks believed the Animorphs were a group of Andalites who had survived the battle in orbit and made it to Earth. It was important for them to go on believing it. Yerk filth! I cried suddenly. My uncles will destroy you! Visser Three laughed. You and your uncles have caused me some annoyance, it is true. You destroyed the truck ship we used to gather oxygen and water. That was very unfortunate. And you destroyed our ground-based Condrona. That was even more unfortunate. He stepped closer, showing his complete confidence, showing me that he did not fear me. For that, I will give you a very... Very long, very slow death and delight. I wanted to strike at him. My brother, Prince Elfengor, he would have had the courage. But I did not. The hork would have disintegrated me before I could twitch my tail. And the powerful force of the Yerk Visser's power held me mesmerized. Yes, you led me a chase, you Andalite bandits, Visser Three said. But my Valik will capture you, one by one, and bring you to me. If I lacked the courage to attack and die, I could at least try to learn more. If I lived, if I escaped somehow, by some miracle. How do you make a controller out of something made of dust? Where do you place your filthy slug body? Oh, the Valik is not one of us, Visser Three said. He is not a controller. He's not really here. There is no intelligence there. Or at least, not much. Fascinating life form, really. Unlike anything we've ever found before. It spreads through the atmosphere as a dust. Each particle can sense life form energy. Any life form. When one particle senses prey... The millions of particles come together to attack the life form and chew it into shreds. The energy of each shredded bit is then absorbed by the particles themselves. Visser Three laughed again, soundless but vile in my mind. We lost a lot of soldiers before we figured the creature out. Oh yes, it was chewing up pork bajir and taxons at a startling rate. But then we realized something. It could be altered. We could use the thing. I could program it to serve me. I nodded, understanding the truth. You changed it to detect only the energy of morphing. Very good. But you Andalites have always been clever when it comes to science. Yes, now it detects only the specific type of energy released during morphing. But it cannot feed on that energy. Oh, no, no. I didn't want it to shred you Andalites. 
I didn't want it to eat you. I wanted to have you here, with me. So I programmed my Balik to eat only the energy we feed it from the engines of this ship. Clever, isn't it? The Balik senses morphing, attacks, but brings the morpher to me in order to get its true food. Only a yerk would think it clever to force mutation on another life form, I said as contemptuously as I could. Should I strike? Could I strike? Was I fast enough? Visser Three nodded. Yes, yes. We lowly Yerks know how superior you Andalites are. Holier than thou, the meddling moralists of the galaxy, the glorious, self-righteous Andalite princes, saving the galaxy from the despised Yerks. Well, here you are, Andalite's child. And soon the rest of your group of bandits will be here as well. How many of you are there, all together? I'll tell you nothing, I said. It doesn't matter, Visser Three said with cold disdain. The Valique will never tire. I'll send it back, and it will go on hunting. Your friends will be clever. Sometimes they will escape. For a while. But sooner or later, my Valique will hunt them down, and one by one, bring them to me. He jerked his hand in a signal to his soldiers. Throw him to the cage. Watch him. If he escapes, each of you will die. Oh, and have the Valique fed, then release it. Let it go find me more Andalites. I wouldn't want our young Andalite to be lonely. The hork grabbed me roughly. Visser Three turned his back and walked away. I had not struck. I had been face to face with my brother's killer, and I had let him walk away.